Hello, everybody. Welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to our match reaction show. It's finished AC Milan nil, Inter Milan 2 in the first leg of the Champions League semi-finals. And uh, I mean, on the basis of that performance, um, I think you can, it's safe to say that Inter Milan are heavy, 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 heavy favourites to make it to the final if they haven't made it there already. Um, I, I just thought it was just, it was a bit anticlimactic for a derby game, you felt, because... Um, AC Milan just never looked like uh, they took a while to get going and they got going a little bit, but you never felt like they were ever going to get a draw out of it once they were 2 0 down. And you felt maybe okay, they might get a goal back here or there, but never really looked like they were going to get it back in the game. And that's a big issue for Pioli because even though they were missing Leao in this game, the way that they were being cut open in that midfield and defense um, was just uh, uh, embarrassing to watch, really, for a Milan fan. And uh, the bigger problem is even if Leao does come back, um, they've got to fix that midfield. They've got to face that defense. And there are a few issues that I'll talk about. But uh, the biggest point of, of, of that, all that is the fact that if you look, a lot of people are saying that the defense was 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 the problem. But really, what you what you want to look at is the midfield. Because the way that... in I I think Milan were playing a 4-3-3, but it could have been a 4-2-3-1. Um, and the problem with playing a 4-2-3-1, if they're playing that, um, was that because Milan had five across the midfield, those five were really congregating on the two midfielders, whoever, whoever had the ball. They were just getting that You could see that there was no space. So they kept bringing the ball back. They kept recycling possession. And every time they won the ball back, because the other midfield, the other four players are too far up, and then you know these guys are not in front of the ball, it felt like an overload in midfield and an overload in attack, in essence. And they were really moving the ball very, very quickly. That first goal, though, has nothing to do with tactics. It's simply uh, simply uh, a, good, good, a good shot from Jacob. I mean, someone who's scored a lot of goals, of course, for a lot of different clubs. And, uh, um, you know, the, it's a fantastic finish, though, from Jacob. I and mean, that's just unbelievable, the way that he takes it. It's a bit of good fortune because, you know, those are the kind of shots that either go in. When they go in, they look great. When they don't go in, they look like they look foolish. But, but this one, he caught it sweetly and it went in. There was no chance for Manion to save that. It was a fantastic finish from Jacob. It's a good goal right at the start. I think what Inter did was what Napoli failed to do in the quarterfinals. They made the most of their good start. They made sure that they got that early goal. They put the pressure on Milan. And then they asserted their dominance. Dominance is all good and well, but unless you score, it doesn't really count for anything. So they got that first goal and then very quickly got the second goal. The second goal came because of that high press, because of the fact that they won the ball back high up the pitch. They could quickly move forward. And I mean, Jiru, uh, sorry, Jacob makes such a nice run across the pitch, takes Tomori out of the game. I don't know where he's going. And it's just it's a nice dummy from Lotaro Martinez as well, which will probably not be noted about. But it's a wonderful dummy and it just falls to make it there. And he's got like the... Um, you know, he's got the whole pitch in front of him to decide. He's got the whole goal to decide where he wants to put it in because he's one on one of the goalkeeper in that sort of position. He just finishes it nicely. Um, it's 2 0. And I mean, at that point, it felt like it was almost game over. And I, and I still feel that it's probably game over because the problem from AC Milan is, is how do they get back into this game? Are, are they going to win by two clear goals in the second leg? I just don't think they can win by two clear goals. I mean, a, I don't think they're going to score two goals anyway. Like, where are they going to get two goals from? But secondly, even if they do score two goals, um, which is the minimum that they need. I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to keep a clean sheet. So they're probably looking at keep, getting three or four goals in a game and I just don't see it happening. So that was it. But it could have been worse. It could have been worse. I mean, Mkhitaryan hit the post and then the penalty decision. Now, it's, got, it's a bit contentious that people said. My initial reaction when I saw it was that it's not a penalty, but because the referee has given it, generally those don't get overturned. Those are the borderline decisions. But the referee, the VAR, to his credit, he told the referee, go and have a look because it might not be a penalty. And he changed the decision, which was the right decision because it was not a penalty. The contact was weighed. At first, I thought, yeah, you know what? It looks like a penalty. From far away, it looked like a penalty. But when I saw the replays, I'm like, no, that's not a penalty because he's he's not really caught him. He's just kind of touched him. And Martinez just goes down theatrically like, oh my God, I've been touched. So it is one of those where because there's contact, like they said, there's contact. So it's not a clear and obvious error. So you got to overturn it. 
But you know what? It was not a penalty. That really was not a penalty. And I think the ref and the VR is probably just saying, go and have a look. You know, these are the kind of things that you don't give a penalty for. So just go and take a look and, and see if you want to give a penalty. And I think that was the right decision. So they got the right decision in the end. The contentious part of, part of course, is was that clear and obvious. But you know what? I, it's the right decision. So if you get the right decision in the end, I don't think it should be a problem. But nonetheless, uh, you know, it's a con. I mean, I'm sure there will be people who have all their opinions. So let me know what you thought of it. Did you think it was a penalty? Do you think it should have been overturned? Um, I, I just feel it was not a penalty, but I've never seen those kind of penalties being overturned. But it was good to see that happen. And maybe hopefully it happens more because that really wasn't the right decision initially. They came to the right decision eventually. But uh, uh, but yeah, it could have been 3 0, could have been 4 0. I mean, the second half was a couple of chances. I think all the best chances fell to Inter Milan. I mean, they even had a couple of pops here and there, but they never really seriously looked like they were going to get a goal back, um, uh, you know, and they were really going to trouble Rana. Julian Masai also had a couple of good opportunities, which he could have made more of, especially the pass from Tonali, which reached him. Uh, it was splitting pass there between two players. So fantastic pass, and he deserved an assist. Um, but Julian Masai said, two shots that he had, both of them wildly off target. I don't know whether it was like, whether it was nerves or what it was. I don't think he should be starting the next game. I honestly don't. I think they got to find somebody. Maybe Pubega could, could start that game. I think Chao has also got to start the next game instead of maybe KL, KL or uh, or Tomori. I don't know who one of them, but one of them's got to come off and Teo's got to come in because Teo was really, really good in this game. Um, Calabria for me was the worst player on the pitch. I mean, absolute shocker what he had in this game. I don't know how he lasted as long as he did, probably because he's the captain, but he had an absolute nightmare. The number of times that he gave the ball away, uh, cheaply, there were times he was just rolling the ball outside, went out for a throw-in, he was giving the ball away to the opposition players, the players running past him, I just feel a bit an absolute shock, at least the first half was a shock, the second half I don't think, I don't think the second half was that much better, but Milan were more and more attacking so he kind of maybe masked it, but he just looked off the pace completely from start to finish in this game, um, you know, and so that's just something they're going to have to look at, and and then obviously it's a midfield that they need to fix I think what Piero should have done is that he should have gone to a back three. As soon as he saw that happening, he should have gone to a back three. And maybe in the second leg, they might have to go to a back three because they want to counter that midfield overload that Inter were creating. They did that quite well in the second half, I felt. I think once they went to a, I think they went to a midfield five, went to a 4-5-1 and maybe they counter that. Maybe that's the answer to play a 4-5-1 instead of a 4-3-3. But, um, you know, the point is, I think now, or the issue for Milan is they're going to have to be proactive rather than reactive. So, um, they can't just contain Inter. They're going to have to try and figure out a way where they can contain them and then also score against them. So that would be the thing. For Inter Milan's point of view, I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, I don't think anybody had a bad game as such. I and mean, everybody was on point. I thought that midfield three of uh, Barella, Chalonoglu and Mkhitaryan did excellently well. Um, every time, you know, Milan looked like they were maybe going to dominate, then they just found a way to pull it back, or, you know, found the passes, found the lanes. It was just fantastic to watch. And I thought Lautaro Martinez would not get a lot of... Uh, uh, praise for this game, but I thought he was fantastic today. The way that he was, he was probably the one who was leading the press. He was the one who was leading the press. He led by example. You know, he was making sure that every time he got the ball, he was getting forward. It's absolute thorn in the uh, thorn in the side for for AC Milan. And um, it's a little bit, you know, it's it's just it's just it's just a, a good. He's a, I don't think he's ever going to be. I mean, I don't think he's an elite level goal scorer. But as a striker, you know, as a second striker, I think he does a lot of damage for teams. I think he loves that role. So that'll be interesting to see how he can. For you know, fair in the second leg, but uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta keep that team. I I don't think they'll do many changes. I don't anticipate. Um, I don't anticipate Inter making any changes. They don't need to because the the first eleven did really really well in this game. Um, and yeah, so I expect them to do that. But it's just it's just fantastic to watch from Inter Milan. I thought if, if, and in Bastoni, gotta talk about Bastoni. I think Bastoni would be my man of the match. As much as they scored two goals and look really good. I think Baston, it's got to be either, either Lautaro Martinez or, or Bastoni. I think it's probably um, is my pick. Or maybe Barella, actually. Barella was pretty good as well. But I think Bastoni gets a man match. Because every time he's just marauding forward, marauding forward, like a, like a, like a quarterback, like almost like a number 10, he's just marauding forward. 
and never looked out of place defensively. I thought he was fantastic today. He would be my pick for my other match, but you know, you can let me know if you if you differ on that. Whatever, he was fantastic today. I, lo- I love watching him play today. I think he had a lot of good touches. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, from Inter's point of view, now they've just got to do what they've done and, and see this out because 90 more minutes to go. Um, the good thing, for, I mean, the fact is that they have two goal lead, so they should not be afraid, and they're going to be at home and technically home. They're going to have their home fans. Um, you know, in the second leg, so they should feel confident about seeing this through. And and from from from, if I'm Manchester City and I'm looking at my potential opponents for the final, um, the reality is, I think you'd rather that you'd rather. I don't think AC Milan are a threat now. I don't think either team are a threat anyway. To Manchester City, but you look at AC Milan and you think, well, you'd rather fans play AC Milan. You hope AC Milan can make a comeback and win because AC Milan's defense is completely porous. Um, and so you'd rather have them win. But but I but I feel Inter Milan will win it. Um, but if they get or go out, they go out. But I think I think if you're a City fan right now, you probably want to play AC Milan in the Champions League final. But we'll see what happens. Of course, it's a one more leg. It will take an almighty performance from AC Milan to come back from here, to be honest. Uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, I just feel Inter Milan right now, they're playing on a very different level. They've won a lot of games recently. They've got some, they found some form. Whether that will be enough to win the tournament is a different matter, but but it's look good to get to the final at least. Anyway, smash like if you enjoyed this video, smash like for Inter Milan. Congratulations to the Milan fans for this win, and uh, we'll see what happens in the second leg. Of course, um, do share your thoughts and comments in in the you know in the video. I always love to hear from you guys. Do subscribe to our channel on YouTube, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we always appreciate your support. Of course, we've got a couple more videos that we'll be doing. So thank you so much. Stay notified and take care. See you again soon. Bye bye.